Welcome to Unredacted with Kurt Schlichter, the Town Hall VIP podcast that delivers. Usually it's a stream of consciousness, get it? Consciousness, not consciousness. But, you know, that's kind of what you're here for at Town Hall VIP, and I appreciate your patronage. You know, before I get into it, let me tell you my concept behind this podcast. It's me talking for about a half an hour. Just chatting, just telling you what's on my mind. There are a lot of podcasts with nice outlines. You know, I read, eh, maybe maybe we even talk about what podcasts I listen to, because I, I do listen to them. Lots of them uh, about Roman and Mongol history, which kind of comports with my personality, huh? But uh, no, I'm just going to talk about subjects that come up that are of interest to me. Hopefully they'll be of interest to you. If they're not, you'll go listen to someone else. If they are, hopefully you'll keep coming and we'll keep doing this and it'll be a thing. And together we'll have created something magical, something beautiful, like a, like a graceful unicorn bounding through a meadow. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, lots of stuff going on. Let's see if we can unpack some of it. Iran is convulsing with more protests over the garbage mullahs uh, who managed to, well, you know, it, 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 they managed to hit something the night they shot the missiles. They didn't hit any Americas, they didn't hit any Iraqis. Uh, they managed to hit a Ukrainian 737 full of innocent civilians because they're freaking idiots. They are incompetent and stupid. And this is what happens when incompetent and stupid people get high-tech weaponry from the Russians. Now, you'll note that I'm saying I'm kind of have a negative turn towards the Russians. Yeah, I'm negative towards the Russians. Have been since the Cold War. Welcome, Johnny Come Lately Democrats who just discovered the Russians are bad about the time uh, Donald Trump was running for election. You hacks. Anyway, so they fire this missile, shoot down the Ukrainian airliner and finally admit it because they really can't hide it. Because, you know, the Ameri- we, we knew they fired a missile. I knew I knew it was a missile and I have no special secret information or anything, but I knew it was a missile as soon as I heard the thing went down. The minute it went down, I knew it was a missile. Hold on for a sec. I'm back. See, because I do this in real life, things happen. Dogs bark, kids talk, Phones ring. So you're getting a little slice of schlichter magic here. Anyway, I knew from the beginning that this was a shoot down because there was no other reasonable explanation. 737s do not simply fall from the sky. Now, 737 MAXs tend to land badly when bad pilots fly them and it's outside the parameters of the flawed software. But this wasn't a 737 MAX. This was a 737 taking off from Tehran Airport. It was climbing, going fast. All of a sudden, it just stops. Planes don't stop. That just, just, just statistically does not happen. Now, it, it does happen. There was a uh, Air France plane that just disintegrated over the uh, South Atlantic, what, about 10 years ago. And that kind of freaked everybody out because planes just typically don't fall apart in the air. It just, just doesn't happen. Now, I remember when I was a kid, you know, like 40 years ago, every few months, every, you know, every couple of months, you'd have, you know, a big plane crash. Planes crash, you know, today, uh, incredibly often. But now, they just don't. I mean, look around. There's just not that many plane crashes, especially in the United States. When's the last time we had a airliner crash in the United States? I don't remember. It's got to be years. 
I mean, I mean a major crash. I mean, like the whole thing gone. I, I, so air, airplanes typically just do not blow up in the air, and they typically do not just mysteriously blow up when they're over a war zone, unless somebody does something, like the uh, Air Malaysia flight over Ukraine that was shot down by Russians, um, because Russians are idiots too. So I knew from the beginning it's going to be a shoot down. And it was, well, the Americans, did the Americans shoot it down? No, the Americans didn't shoot it down. It's going to be some halfwit firing off a missile thinking he's got a, he's got a lock on a, a F-35. And no, it's a 737, you freaking moron. Uh, so the Iranians uh, kind of revealed the truth. Yeah, it was a big accident. Okay. And the Iranian people go nuts. And there's lots of protests out there. There were protests a few weeks ago. They killed about a thousand. Suleimani's people killed about a thousand, which is just yet another reason to uh, celebrate the hellfire damnation that that piece of human garbage, who, who now is literally in pieces of garbage, uh, to be blown away by Donald Trump. Uh, this totally got inside their decision cycle. And we talked about that in the last podcast, so I'm not going to go back over it. But the, the Iranians had no real plan. They, they never expected this. Suddenly, their, their number two guy, their genius is dead. You know, his deputy, who is not going to be a genius because you don't survive very long uh, as a third world potentate if your second in command is also smart. You want him weak and stupid so he's not going to take your job. Uh, and your life, uh, they, they had nothing. Then what, what are they going to do? So they decide we're going to fire a bunch of missiles. And did they miss on purpose because they were rightfully uh, terrified of American retribution? Or are they just incompetent and miss because they suck? Either way, it's not good. They're either sissies or they're stupid. Now, the shooting down of the Ukrainian airliner kind of makes me lean a stupid word is stupid word a word but but look, look let's let's understand that the iranians are at heart the mullahs a bunch of pussies and you know i'm trying to cut back on language but i just don't think there's one that a word that sums it up better than that a bunch of pussies and uh you know like a, a bulwark writer or uh you know a, a leading Democrat. They're just, they're just cowardly. And it's happened before, you know, uh, Ronald Reagan sank half their Navy when they got up at E in the late eighties. And, um, they behaved for a while. So, you know, for a bunch of guys who were like yearning for martyrdom, they don't seem to be yearning that hard. They seem to be doing a lot of things, uh, consistent with avoiding martyrdom, like not killing Americans because Trump will kill you. You kill a bunch of Americans, you're freaking dust. Dude is Jacksonian to the max. I don't want to fight. I don't want to be part of your stupid squabbles. But hey, if you throw a punch, I am putting you down. That's Jacksonianism. I like it. I'm part of that magic now. Um, I used to be a little more interventionist. Then I realized that the kind of uh, most of the people who are interventionists are too freaking stupid to do it right. They're just not competent to intervene. Uh, so they shouldn't. And by the way, speaking of interventions, two more Americans killed in action in Afghanistan. When are we getting out of there? 
And when are we getting out of Iraq and Syria? We need to get out. We need to get out. We are done. It's been too long. We are accomplished nothing. Please, somebody tell me the objective. Well, the objective is to continue on the way we were. Okay, if that's the objective, and that appears to be the objective, that objective sucks. Stop sucking. Get out. Get out. Oh, well, well, well then our allies will have, will, will, will be vulnerable to the Taliban. If, we, if they haven't gotten their shit together, you know, in going on 19 years, okay, that stops being on us, starts being on them. Okay, as I said to an ex-girlfriend, once she started whining to me about something, hey, you're not my problem anymore. Because <laughs> that reminds me, Valentine's Day's coming up. Um, okay. So anyway, what was the reaction of the Democrat Party, you know, especially candidates, to this uh, cry for freedom by the U- Iranian people after they rebe- have rebelled again uh, based on this mass murder? It's more like negligent homicide of uh, hundreds, uh, 176 people in the Ukrainian airliner. What's what's your action? Here goes a tumbleweed. Tumble, tumble, tumble. Nothing. These pieces of garbage couldn't even get out and say, hey, I back the Iranian people against the mullahs. They are so invested in supporting America's enemies. And you should check my Monday town hall out because I go off on them. I call them just freaking lights these suckers up for their garbage embrace of the garbage mullahs. They are so filled with hatred for Donald Trump, so invested in Barack Obama and John Kerry's failed you know, detente with these seventh century bastards uh, that they absolutely refuse to take the, take the side of the Persian people in rebellion against their tormentors. It is disgraceful. Thank gosh we have Donald Trump. Donald Trump, okay, he tweeted a message of support in Persian. Is it Persian or is it Arabic? I'm not sure. Whichever language they use. Is it Persian? Yeah, I know Persian's like a language, but anyway. I, I just don't know what the written language is. Anyway, he but he tweets in that, right? He tweets it, hey man, we're behind you, we support you. Good luck in your fight for freedom. Uh and it is the most uh retweeted Persian tweet ever. Persian people have a friend. Now we need to be good friends. We need to give them some guns. Oh yeah. Yeah, we need to arm them. We need to ship them weapons because they need to they need to kill these mullahs. They need to hang them from lampposts. They need to shoot them down the streets. Buy guns and ammunition. That's my motto. And what you're seeing in Hong Kong and uh, over in uh, Iran is more evidence that a free people are an armed people. You ain't gonna gonna pull that with us because we're armed. Maybe not Virginia. I don't know what's going to happen in Virginia. That's, uh, these guys, uh, they're playing a dangerous game. You people in Virginia, I got to tell you, man, this is, this is your fault. Now I'm from California, so I, I know how this goes. California's our fault. Virginia's your fault because you made the mistake. I'm thinking, oh, well, Donald Trump's a little icky and, you know, Democrats aren't really that bad and they're just, they're just not that different and, and, and I, I, I don't have to go out and vote. It doesn't matter that much, except these are not the Democrats, you know, 
These are not your father's Democrats. These are these are our Soros funded leftist activist Democrats who want to turn you turn Virginia into Venezuela, Virginia Suela. That's what they're after. It's uh, muy malo. That's Spanish for bad, very bad, I think, kind of ish. But it is very bad. Don't do not become Virginia's whale. It's a bad idea. That's what they want to do. They are doing things. They, look, they are trying to let petty criminals out. They're freeing criminals. They're giving criminals back the vote. And they're creating a new class of criminals, which is law abiding people like you. Because if they can hold that over your head, they've got power over you. While criminals, actual criminals who've committed crimes, run rampant. That's what you've elected, you dummies. So next time you need to go back and you need to throw the Democrats out. It does matter. Unless you like it, unless you like uh, uh, criminals through the streets and uh, law-abiding people being turned into felons and, and what's a new zoning thing. They want to do zoning things so you can't have a nice neighborhood. You've got to have uh, uh, you know cheesy, tacky apartments too. Is that what you voted for? Because that is what you voted for or didn't vote against. Don't be dummies. Never vote for a Democrat. Every Democrat is bad. There's no such thing as a moderate Democrat. Every Democrat empowers Nancy Pelosi and the rest of them, which leads me to impeachment. Oh, hear that cracking sound? That was the sound of her spirit being broken by Donald Trump. Donald Trump, uh, aided by uh, Cocaine Mitch, the murder turtle, uh, has has completely broken her. She's just humiliated. Uh, her dreams of using the impeachment as a weapon are now a smoking ruin, uh, lying on the ground, uh, which, you know, and people are peeing on it. It's nothing. It's gone. Let's try, and I probably asked you about this thought experiment before, but I'm going to ask you again, because uh, none's changed for me. Since this impeachment thing started, have you heard a single word about impeachment from anybody who's not in the game? Anybody who's not wrapped up in the politics? And I don't mean on Twitter. I don't mean on cable. I I mean you in real life. You know, you're at the you're at the Trader Joe's if you're kind of a a, a crunchy granola person like well me. Uh, I'm not a crunchy granola person, but I like Trader Joe's. Uh, or Whole Foods. At, God, man, this is really, I'm really incriminating my ass here. Or you're at the gas station because you have a uh, giant carbon footprint enhancing motor vehicle. There I am. Boom. Back in the manhood game. Or at the barbecue place, which I was at last night because I rule. Uh, have you heard anybody talk about impeachment at all? my tumbleweed sound again no nothing I, I i have not heard anyone talk about i don't mean one person i don't mean two per i don't mean you know oh well, i've kind of heard it, but not really i mean none and I, that freaks me out because statistically i would think that's impossible but here in you know i'm in a very blue area of california i have heard nothing people don't know people don't care i know there are a bunch of people going wait i thought this impeachment thing was over didn't we do this and now there's more so it's going to go to the senate and it's going to last like a week and uh they're not going to have witnesses uh because that's stupid and uh then it's going to get voted down and then donald trump will be reigning in triumph once more the uh i i do think she wants to hold it long enough so he has to do the uh, state of the union while he's being tried 
I think she wants to do that. Um, you think that's going to work out for her? You think, you think this time to finally get Trump? We'll show him this time. This time it's finally going to work. Yeah, right. Okay, hold on. <laughs> ah, did I mention they legalized dope in California? Well, somebody, Nancy Pelosi's from California. You do the math. No, I, I, I think it's going to be just a joke. And I, you know, this week, uh, John Bolton came out and said, yeah, if I'm subpoenaed, I'll, you know, I'll appear. Whether he testifies or not is a whole different thing because there's issues of uh, uh, executive privilege that aren't his to assert uh, that might stop him. But he said, well, you know, if I'm subpoenaed, I'll, you know, you know, do what the subpoena says. I, I will show up. He, you know, but in, in the liberal and the liberal media, by but, but I repeat myself, wanted to uh, 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 turn this into, oh, my God. Bolton's going to drop a deuce on him. He's going to drop the bomb. Oh, he's going to get a Bolton the mustache. The stash is going to... This is, is going to do Trump in. Don Bolton's going to come in, and he's he's going to say exactly what the Democrats want to hear and help Donald Trump lose the election. Because, because John Bolton wants somebody who hates everything he's ever stood for to be president because Donald Trump is icky. That's a thing. No, really, why are you laughing at me? Stop laughing at me! Stop laughing at me! It is not a thing. It is not going to happen. It is never, ever going to happen. John Bowen's going to get there, and he's going to, once again, disappoint the Democrats like the wife of a daily, of a, of a weekly standard uh, staffer on her wedding night. It's going to be a lot of shame, a lot of crying, a lot of impotence, and a lot of failure for the Democrats much like it is for the weekly standard writer on his wedding night. Um, you know, I've, I've got to get my shots in at the never Trump Fredo con sissies. Um, but I feel bad because, you know, I'm not supposed to hit girls and it's it, okay. I don't feel bad. They suck. All right. Anyway. So let's talk what's in the news. Um, no, let's, uh, let's let's move on to a little pop culture-y stuff because uh, Arena and I have been uh, trying to be entertained. You know, I, I, I'm doing a lot of writing. I'm finishing my next book for Regnery, and I am almost done. Actually, later today, I will finish the first draft if uh, you know I keep to my timeline. And uh, by early February, I'll turn it in. It'll come out later in the year. But I still, I, I need to take breaks. I, I need to do some close my mind off kind of stuff and and you know often it just you know sit in front of the big screen you know and just a little bit um what do we mean watch it well last night i watched a movie called bright burn which was kind of like a horror superhero movie man that's an evil movie that's a that's a dark shit going on in that movie i don't think it was a good movie but man the ending's like really mean so if you like really mean bitter movies that's a good one for you would i ever watch it again no probably not i would not watch it again and uh, let's see we watched ad astra on friday what the hell was that they were trying to reach for like this 2001 a space odyssey vibe and it was just like boring it looked really good my friend matt betley writes spy books and you should maybe go check out his spy books you should also check out my books 
and I'll talk to you about those in a minute. Uh, new ones collapse. You should go get it on Amazon. Stop the podcast right now. Go get it on Amazon because it kicks ass. Anyway, um, Matt says, oh, it's a great movie. So I watch this movie and it's not a great movie. And I've got to talk smack to Matt because he has given me a recommendation that sucked. It was not a good movie. It was a, it was boring. Looked good. It was beautiful movie. I mean, there are a lot of special effects, and, but it really made no sense, and it was just kind of uh, so ad astra, ad nauseum. No, thank you. Uh, okay, this is my favorite. So we're watching net, trying to watch Netflix, and there's a lot of shows we got about five into, and then we stopped when they turned leftist on us. You know, as soon as we get to the very special abortion episode gone we're just done or uh, there was one about superheroes and all of a sudden they start talking smack about jesus sorry don't play that gone so there's all these things we've got like five shows through and then we stopped uh so we go ah, what are we gonna watch what do we want to watch da, 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 da. i'm looking flu and it's amazing how little there is on netflix that you would ever actually want to watch but we cried Marco Polo. Well, that seems interesting. Now, I've been studying the Mongols lately. I do a lot of military history study on my side, and I'm very interested in the Mongols right now, and you know, Kublai Khan and Genghis Khan, or or as John Kerry says, Genghis Khan, you freaking doofus. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, we we, we look at pretty, and it looks very sumptuous. It's a it's a Henry Harvey Weinstein production, which should have alerted us. And we're watching this thing, and it's pretty stupid, but it looks really good. It's got, I mean, the sets are beautiful, and there's stuff, and the guy who plays Kubla Khan's pretty cool, and the Marco Polo's just this little metrosexual system. I'm just like bored. And all of a sudden, they they bring in this uh, a Chinese out, because, right, the Mongols are fighting the Chinese too. Uh, this Chinese uh, kind of like, advisor guy senior and he's the evil bad guy and his sister is just this giant prostitute she's the courtesan for the court and uh she's always naked and uh okay all right so they've got these cast and it's boring and we're on episode two and we're just dying this is just awful and I, I'm, I'm doing we're doing the thing we're looking at are we ready yet are we ready yet to call this and just you know put this on the no thank you list and uh there's a scene where three soldiers show up at the Cortesian's, you know, rich, sumptuous quarters. And she's like, why are you here? And yeah, and this is all out of the blue. There's no, you're, you're like, gosh, what's the context? There's no context. The soldiers are all like, we are here because your brother sent us to have sex with you. I'm paraphrasing. She's like, I will not. And they're like, Yes, you will. And she's like, okay. And she starts doing naked, sexy dance. She like dances her robe and her robe drops and she's all naked. And again, Harvey Weinstein thing. And I'm like, all right, where'd this come from? Then she pulls out this sharp hat pin and throws it and it goes in the guy's throat. Then she does, I swear to God, she does a cartwheel and then like a front and back flip and like karate chops another guy and then grabs the third guy's sword and like matrixes him and cuts him. It's like ancient Chinese naked chick John Wick. It's unbelievable. And they're all and we're just like, what the F did we just see? It was astonishing. Now we have stopped watching Marco Polo because there is no way on earth that will ever get topped for insanity. What else did we watch? We watched The Witcher, which <laughs> get it? The Witcher, which 
was okay. Uh, lots of swords, uh, lots of nudity, lots of blood. Uh, not as many monsters as you would think. I mean, I was thinking, okay, he's a guy who kills monsters. So every week we're going to see some cool monster. It's going to be like Monster of the Week. No. No, it's a lot of talking, uh, mostly in taverns. So, and um, uh, the Witcher himself is not a chatty fellow. There's a lot of growling. He goes, a lot. And it's fun because we always watch with subtitles. Just don't ask why. Just It's easy. You know, sometimes you just don't want to listen. You just want to read. And it's always, and it's like all the subtitles like, okay, so that's, that's the Witcher. So what do we got coming up? What do we got coming up? Well, uh, first of all, you need to go get Collapse. Collapse is the latest in the Kelly Terminal novels, People's Republic, Indian Country, Wildfire, now Collapse. Uh, I got to tell you, man, Collapse kicks ass. And uh, I got lots of little Easter eggs in there for people who are woke, like you. Lots of stuff mocking liberals. Uh, you'll see some mentions of some of our friends in there. I think Larry O'Connor makes an appearance in this one. Is it this one or is it a wildfire? Maybe it's both. Um, but uh, uh, they're fun. They're action-packed and full of action and also packed with action. They're... Uh, and and they mock liberals. The whole thing is America has split into red and blue, and this operative goes into the blue states to do various missions in the book. And uh, it's uh, you know it's uh, uh, it's kind of like moving towards the nonfiction thing. You know, I started right when I wrote People's Republic. A lot of this stuff was ridiculous. Oh, no, they're not going to say that there's only that there are more than two genders. That's ridiculous. And then. You know, I wrote it in the book and then it becomes real. So get it before it stops being a novel, starts being uh, uh, nonfiction history, as it were. Uh, what's coming up on Town Hall? Glad you asked. I've already got in. By the time you hear this, it should be up. My article on Democrats, could you please side with America just for once? Just, just once. Side with your own country. You've been talking about traitors, treachery, and treason nonstop for three years. Stop doing it, okay? You are the ones who are not taking your country's side in your fight. That means you suck. Quit it. It is it is very curterific. It's a brutal article. I highly recommend it. Well, am I going to write in my secret Wednesday VIP only column? I've already written it. Already written it. Two days ahead. Three days ahead. Because it's Sunday the 13th when I'm writing this doing this podcast it's on the Royals yeah I talk about the Royals in in my own indomitable way those inbred chin free weirdos so it's uh, it's quite a piece and what will I do for Thursday I don't know yet Thursday's not here I haven't written it I haven't even thought about it I'll write something make it happen Anyway, I want to thank you guys for being part of the magic here at Town Hall VIP, unredacted with Kurt Schlichter. Feel free to drop me a line, kurt.schlichter at Town Hall. That's my top secret email. I try and answer all of them. I don't 
sometimes I'll like miss them because I'll see that there's one and I'll read it and I'll go, okay, I got to get back to this and then I forget. But most of them I try and answer. And some of them are fairly long. I, I, I mean, I can't do a novel for each of them, but I do read them and I do try and answer and I do appreciate it. I appreciate your patronage. I appreciate you being here on Unredacted with Kurt Schlichter. I will see you again next week right here. Adios. Adios.